welcome to the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and Badgers fans, we are touching on the basketball team, which lost to Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. That was an upset. They were down double digits at halftime and could not climb back. What to do with Greg Gard? KJ and I dive into the question. Do you want him to stay? Do you want him to leave? Is he worth keeping? We're here to talk about it all, as well as the NFL and some players changing new teams. Let's get into the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Badgers fans. The basketball regular season is over. We are going to touch on this team and the NIT. We're also going to touch on Badgers in the NFL changing teams. And we're excited to have you here with us. I'm joined today by my co-host, KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. How are you doing? You know, Badgers fans, I could be a lot better because the Badgers just had a brutal, brutal men's basketball season. Obviously, uh, as we've discussed on this pod before, the arrow's pointing up for the football program. The football program looks to have bottomed out, but what did we say all year long? Greg Gard is not a tournament coach. He's been first and second round exits consistently in his tenure, and the Badgers had a shred of hope to get into the NCAA tournament. They went into the Big Ten tournament, and what did they do? They took an L in which they were down over 20 points in the first half in the biggest game of the season. It's really unexcusable. You know, it's inexcusable to all the guard defenders out there. I say enjoy it while it lasts because he will not last much longer. I believe this man should be axed. I believe this man should be fired. And if Greg Gard somehow, some way convinces Chris McIntosh to give him another season, all I can say is enjoy it while you can because he will not be here for long if the batters choose to you know, actually aspire to greater things, like like Bo Ryan. You know, if the Badgers desire to be a middling team that just disappoints year after year after year, then Greg Gard's the coach for them, you know? But the truth is, Greg Gard is a coach of, like, a UW-Green Bay Phoenix. You know, he's not the proper coach for the Wisconsin Badgers basketball program. We can do better, and I hope that the uh, AD lets us go in that direction. We'll see. We will see. He dropped the axe on Chris. He dropped the axe on... Uh, you know, the, the hockey coach, will he do the same? Will he make it the trifecta? Alex, what do you think? I think, you know, the Badgers lost in the Big Ten tournament to Ohio State. Ohio State was 14-18 and 18 on the season. <laughs> and to make matters worse, they were down 36-18 to 18 at halftime. So I think this is just kind of, Cage, the final straw for me, right? Like, NIT tournament is what it is. Hopefully Wisconsin does a run, but I don't see them doing anything there because basketball is a game of momentum. It's like a sport where it's like, hey, if your team's playing well, you saw this with UConn and Kemba Walker, you can win the whole thing if you're just in that groove of winning. And the Badgers just haven't really been that all year. They've been inconsistent, winning one, losing one, up, you know, and then like choking it away. And and so I just think it's just like it's a season to turn the page with. And it's kind of like as poor as you would ever be willing to put up with. And it's almost too poor, right? And and I think that's where Cage is coming from, Badgers fans, is that you give them one more year. Do you honestly believe you can go to the Elite Eight with Greg Gard? And my answer is no. 
The answer is no, and that should be at least the question you ask yourself. Final Four is a high expectation, but Elite Eight for Wisconsin should be something that they are always hovering around. Um, do you believe they can go next year to the round of 16? No. Nope. Maybe, but I don't not see with this, with this roster. And this, not this with team, this coach. The big men are just not strong enough. Uh, Stephen Crawl had one rebound against Ohio State. Chucky Hepburn had six points against Ohio State. And people are saying, well, you know, if you want to bash guard for the roster, he was able to turn a, you know, a out of top 200 prospect Connor Asijin into, you know, a good player. And it's like, well, what would have happened if he didn't kind of ball out the way he did? Same I think with Johnny Badgers, Davis last year. I think the Badgers have just kind of been masking this problem for a while. And it's it's just almost too obvious at this point that they don't have the talent. They need a refresh. They need to get excitement going again in the program. And, and that takes sometimes just turnover. And, I, and so I, I really hope the Badgers move forward. Um, KJ, do you have, you know, an idea about when they would want to do this? When would you want to do it? And uh, how, you know, how do you think the Badgers should approach it, this end of the year? It's kind of scary because, like, what if the Badgers end up winning, like, a game or two in the NIT, and then, like, all of a sudden all the guard defenders are just sipping on the, the Kool-Aid, and they're like, no, no, we, we're good. See, we told you we should have been in the tournament. It's like, look at the top 10 teams this year. There's not a single dominant team among them. So we were just talking about the Elite Eight, right? It's like, why can't the batters make an Elite Eight? Because every guard defender who I seem to see is always telling us how we can't be any good. You know, we can't be great. It's like, that's a wrong attitude to have. Look at what Marquette did. They're trying to compare the Wojo era in Marquette history to the Shaka Smart era. I have bad news for the guard defenders. There's a new sheriff in town as it pertains to Marquette. You know, Shaka Smart is about to return his entire team next year. Marquette has a very good chance of being even better they're the sixth overall team. You know, like, they just won their their conference and they won their tournament. You know, Great Guard couldn't even pray to do that. It's like, if, if, the, if the regular season eyes-bleeding product on the court didn't make Badgers fans realize that it's time to move on from Great Guard, and it did make, I would say, at least half the fan base realize that, so I want to commend everyone who's kind of, like, ready to do better. The, Mar- the fact that Marquette is now definitively the better program should do it you know like if you have any competitive bone in your body this is a rivalry and this is a rivalry that Marquette is is you know like regardless of what happened in the Pfizer form like if that one if you want that to be your Super Bowl if you want that to be your your season highlight of just a regular season win against Marquette I challenge you to do better I know that we can do better. I know that we can aim higher. And I know that Bo Ryan set that higher standard for all of us. And it's like, guard has got to go, man. You know, nothing is going to get better until you make a meaningful change. And guard's got to go. And I can't wait to talk about, you know, who we should replace him with in future podcast episodes. But honestly, it's a desirable I think, job. <laughs> I think it's a coin flip. Like, will he even go? Will he be back? Because there's a lot of defenders out there. It's crazy to me. I don't understand. If you're a guard defender, write us in. You know, try and make us understand. Like, people are just living and dying by the fact that this man won a regular season tournament with the player of the year. Well, what about this? Why 
is he losing first round in the tournament? Why is he losing second round in the tournament? And I'm not talking just NCAA because he didn't even get there this year. I'm talking every year at Big Ten tournament. Badgers can't – they just can't win meaningful games when it actually matters. Like, anybody can knock off an opponent that comes out rusty in the early portion of the season. You know, it happens. It's college basketball. Things go a certain way on a certain night. Someone hits shots and someone gets a lucky bounce. But when it actually matters in March, they call it March Madness in April for a reason when they play these national championship Final Four games, Ray Guard ain't sniffing that. He is not sniffing that. And for that reason, I say <clears throat> fire guard, fire guard, hashtag fire guard. Badgers fans, I, I'm right there with KG on this one. I think it's time time to reset when I look at the top 25 in basketball, it's a different, you know, top 25 than what I'm normally seeing, right? There's Alabama nobody. is number one. <laughs> There's nobody. Houston is number two. Purdue, number three. Kansas, number four. Like, Purdue becoming a powerhouse. Never would have happened on Bo Ryan's watch. No, no. And they were they had some decent teams. Like, I, you know, with Robbie Hummel, Etwan Robbie Hummel, Moore. yeah, Etwan Moore. But it was never like Purdue. Badgers owned them. You know, consistently owning the Big Ten. No, that was crazy. Now Northwestern owns us. Nebraska owns <laughs> us. It's sad. It's not good enough, Badgers fans. No. It's not good enough. And it's like. There were okay, years ago we were if, joking about Maryland coming to the Big Ten. Remember? Well, and well, then, it's, like, it's like, what if. Gray Guard had like three seasons, right? Okay, well then you could make the argument he's we've been maybe a little premature. He's had like eight years. This man has had nearly a decade to do We've fallen off, Badgers fans. It hurts me to say this because I bleed the red and white. You know, it's uh it hurts. It hurts, but we have fallen off and we'll continue to slide into mediocrity as long as Gray Guard remains head of this Badger basketball program. Yeah, and I'm looking at number five is Texas, number seven is UCLA, eight Arizona, nine Gonzaga, and Arizona is the team that the Badgers used to go to toe to toe with every year, right? So like a down year for Wisconsin, you'd expect them, hey, maybe to be in the top 15, uh, you know, competing against some of these teams, but too many losses. That's just kind of what it comes down to. Just losing like six too much. And Twelve in their last. It's like harder half really of the defend year. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's harder to like. I'm not defending it. I'm not, I'm not defending it at one bit at this point. And I think that's what, you know, Badgers fans have to ask themselves is, like, why am I dying on the gray guard? Yeah, why are you dying yeah. on the gray guard sword? Please tell us. I mean, look at all the different elements of this. Look at the players. Like, Coach, you know, like, Chucky Hepburn has tuned out the coach. It, it seems very obvious Chucky Hepburn has tuned out the coach. I don't know if he's going to be back next year. You know, like the, the development of guys like John, of Johnny Davis, I think that's more of an aberration than like a pattern. You know, like he, he kind of like is the outlier here. Connor yeah. Asijin, he's a freshman. You know, he, like hopefully guard doesn't ruin Connor Asijin. Honestly, like he's a bright spot. He's fun to watch. He's a talented shooter. But like great guard, you know, yeah, he got Johnny Davis, but like. Man, I mean, what else has he done? What well, he else has he up. done? The players aren't really listening to him. He's already somehow survived one mutiny. Like, like if you're a pirate ship captain and there's a mutiny, like, by the grace of God, like, somehow you might survive one, but you ain't surviving two. And, like, 
it's just like the red flags are all over the place. I mean, he's had eight years. We got, we got to move on from this man. We got to do better. We got to do better. The Badger standard is higher than Greg Gard. Like, against Ohio State, you know, a poor team, the Badgers were shooting tons of threes. Like, you know, Isijin missing a three. He's a freshman. This is a big game. You know, I understand he wants to take a three, but, you know, then Hepburn missing threes. Then Steven Crowell missing threes. And, and you're just thinking to yourself, like, I mean, Isijin's a freshman, but they're not necessarily you know swishing out there cage it's not like they're like cashing out all these threes it's not like the team is like even really built for that style of basketball no and and, and when i look at the team identity i think that's where badgers fans i almost just wonder like what is the badgers identity at this point is it like chucky hepburn is he the is he what the badgers are rolling out with because it's like they've dropped off significantly even from the down years of say a jordan taylor cage you know and oh man uh, i think it was taylor and lure yeah and john lure was he on that same team maybe as well and and it's like those weren't premier like teams no but like they had some nba talent and they actually had like an identity and I just think this team, like, had last year Johnny Davis. He was the identity. Brad Davison, I guess, you could yeah. also argue was even, like, an identity. But, you know, maybe he should have guard should have went with Davison. KJ. Well, what do you think about that? Honestly, man, like, Brad Davison could have coached this team to a 17-15 and 15 record. I think he could That's have. interesting. And, and, and I'm not trying to praise Brad Davison, but, like, if, if – man, it's just, like <laughs> – Everyone wants to talk about, oh, there's no depth on the roster. Well, it's like, whose fault is that? That's the head coach. Why isn't anyone transferring in? That's the head coach. Every way you want to slice it or dice it, it comes back to Greg Gard. And honestly, like, who would want to play for that guy? You know, one of the key things when we saw the football team make a change was I saw a ton of former players tweeting out about how appalled how bad they like the program it got and they're like wow man we bad like we're really bad you know everyone was kind of talking about it and no one was denying reality well it's like I know Sam Decker and Frank Kaminsky are like yo this program is in a different planet and not in a good way than the program <laughs> that we played for like Jonathan all these guys I mean it's like yeah, it's man, tough it's, it's tough because they're being capped by Greg Gard. Like, ultimately, if, if Greg Gard's a coach, this is going to continue. And a lot of people are just going to be okay with it. It's, it's disappointing because this team was in the final game. The Badgers were competing for championships. We were, we're the class of the Big Ten, you know? Like, remember when uh, earlier in the season, like, the Badgers were predicted pretty bad in the Big Ten this year? And, like, mm-hmm. all the naive guard defenders were like, Oh, like jokes on them. We've never finished below fourth in the Big Ten. Ah, they don't know anything. You know, and it's like, well, turns out they were right. You know, and uh, man, I mean, like, I predict the Badgers will probably finish. I don't think they're going to be projected top four in the Big Ten next year. Not like projections really matter, but like, what are people really hanging their hat on? You know, I I can see the thing where they're like, oh, Greg Gard, Big Ten coach of the year. Well, it's like, he ain't a good coach. I'm sorry. He's not a good coach. You're like, oh, Greg Gard, uh, regular season, you know, conference championship. It's like, it's like well, we're not the, playing with coaching accolades. You, you know what the Milwaukee like, Bucks did? You know what the Milwaukee Bucks did? They had the best record in the NBA back-to-back years. And you know what people cared? None. 
okay? Nobody cares about regular season. They care about what you do in the postseason when it matters under the lights. The Bucks slipped to the third best record in the East, and then they ended up winning a title with Giannis because guess what? People are going to remember that forever. They're going to remember that forever. Giannis's legacy Absolutely. is cemented forever. Giannis is the pe- person everyone talks about, okay? Aaron Rodgers, regardless of how you feel about him, the man has a Super Bowl ring. He's got a ring. You know, regular season, it's like, get out of here with that. Get out of here with the regular season. If that's the best you got, I'm sorry. Like, well, I, I here's another parallel. Say. Why is Barry regarded as the all-time greatest football coach? You know, for a lot of reasons, right? But Rolls Bowls. And I think that's exactly why you can also say he won those winning. Yeah, winning Rolls Bowls. And that's like, you know, the difference between him and, say, you know, Bielema Cage, who was able to, you know, have a pretty good program. You're right. Have Russell Wilson take the Badgers pretty far, put a lot of guys in the league, but never win that Rolls Bowl. Um you know, it's just like the difference of how that lasting impression will, will, will be created. People are going to remember Bo Ryan in the Final Four and the Finals appearance until someone does something better. And I don't think Guard has that in him. And I think that's the reason enough to kind of be like, look, let's let's look for another team or another, you know, guy. It's not like we have a roster that we have to worry about. Yeah. You know, if we honestly. have to start over a little bit, it's not like this is like. It's the era. If you yeah. bring a, if you bring an awesome coach, people will come. And don't be banking on these recruits, Badgers fans. Like, recruiting ratings, people are fooled by mixtapes all the time. Anyone who's putting their eggs in the in the 2024 class basket, I caution you against it. You know, like... It, it's also it, just it not Wisconsin's style. I mean, it's when's the last time tons of freshmen have come in and, like, transformed the program? It's just not really like that in the basketball team. And, and so expect it to be a multi-year thing and you know that's why you got to ask if you expect greg to be the coach four years from now and the answer to me is clearly not on a different note i want to congratulate tj edwards linebacker tj edwards signing a three-year deal worth 19.5 million with the chicago bears kj that's interesting because he'll be paired up next to sanborn the other wisconsin linebacker how do you feel about him, you know, moving to Chicago? Is that a good fit? And I guess, how do you think he'll play with Sanborn? It'll be interesting, man. I mean, uh, I, I just, I'm happy for him. You know, he he, he kind of uh, went through it all. Like, he was projected a high pick after his junior season. He chose to return, and he ended up falling all the way to undrafted. And that could not have felt good. He fought and clawed his way onto an NFL roster as an undrafted free agent. He was not supposed to be there. And then he was starting and making an impact in the Super Bowl for the Eagles. He had like 170 tackles. I mean, that's impressive. And now he's parlayed it into nearly $20 million in his new deal. That's awesome. I could not be more happy than TJ for TJ Edwards. You know, like just just setting a great example for the Wisconsin brand. And uh and you know, it's giving other Badgers deal. recruits, like, you know what that does? That inspires current Badgers players, that inspires recruits, that lets people know that this program is legit. This NFL Badgers program, like the, the whatever, like the college guys, the, the NFL guys, the recruits, like, you can't do that and be a fluke. You can't have TJ Edwards' story and be a fluke. And he deserves all that money. I thought he actually had, like, a pretty small deal, to be honest. I wasn't sure what he was going to get. I knew he wasn't going to break the bank. But, like, 
good for him. Good for TJ Edwards. I'm very happy for him. And uh, just another Badger who's kind of leaving a great legacy, honestly. I think what's very interesting, KJ, is you have to, like, the pros can inspire, you know, the college teams in a way, right? And it's like, who in the pros is balling? Well, if you look at the football program, multiple guys in the, you know, Super Bowl, we were fortunate to talk to Leo Chanel. Great episode, Badgers fans. Go check out that interview with him about his Super Bowl experience, his Super Bowl winning experience. Absolutely incredible. And these are the type of guys that, you know, linebackers on the current squad can look up to, get mentorship from, you know, if they're undrafted cage, kind of get inspired to, you know, go out there and make a bag and and make it to a Super Bowl like T.J. Edwards and so many other great Badgers have done on the basketball side of things. I mean, Frank Kaminsky is kind of on the outs of his career, right? Uh, This season. He did well, though. He did well. He, he did was not well. supposed to be there. You know, like, he, he, he became a lot. He brought the Badgers to back-to-back Final Fours, honestly. And then he went and became a lottery pick. And he ended up playing in the NBA Finals, if I'm not mistaken. So it's, like, good he for did. Frank. You know, representing the program well. More of that, please. More of that. And Johnny Davis, here was my other point, is... You know, he was a top 10 pick, drafted 10th overall. And so picture this. Like, this is when the Bucks took Brandon Jennings, for example, right? A 10th overall pick. You're hoping to hit on that. And the Wizards, they got 14 games out of Johnny Davis in which he averaged 1.1 points a game and shot 33% from the field. So a really, really poor rookie year from him, KJ. Just, like, straight up. And, and uh, I feel like... You know, that kind of says more about the, the what we saw in college, right? It was like Johnny had a tremendous run in college. He was able to, you know, ball out in college in that way. But it didn't necessarily translate to the tournament where, you know, you face tougher athletes, yeah, just better so athletes. And, and then in the pros, you know, it hasn't translated year one. Still believe in him. But, I mean, year one was not good by any means. And so I just think it's like... results ain't good either, man. I mean, like, I hope the guy... uh, I hope he develops. You know, he needs time. But any final thoughts, Al, before we wrap this up, man? Yeah, my final thoughts are... I'm excited to see what happens actually more with Badgers and NFL free agency. That's underway, so it's going to be an exciting time. The NFL teams are going to start, you know, picking, changing Badgers. And the NFL draft, of course. We've got Kirby G to keep an eye on. We've got Keanu Benton. We've got Joe Joe Titman. That's going to be exciting going to be glued to the nfl draft make sure you check that out as well loving the energy i'm seeing in the football program in the in the locker room the videos and uh yeah cage my final there's thoughts hope. The, there, there's, there's hope. hope there's hope and badgers fans we're always going to be there with you every step of the way so thanks for thanks for coming on cage uh badgers fans please leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the show and tell a friend that's the number one way you can help us grow just text another badgers fan we appreciate you and as always on wisconsin on wisconsin forever there is always hope thank you for tuning in to another episode of the ike badgers podcast if you like the show please tell a friend or leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. that's the number one way you can help us grow thank you again for listening and as always Go Big Red Badges, here we are yet again University Street, yeah, Dayton's where we eat, yeah Camp Randall, get loud, yeah, get proud Yeah, get loud, yeah, get proud
lost in your waist All night thoughts of you, babe, I'm tripping Yeah, I own thing, on your own thing, I'm tripping Don't keep me waiting, keep me waiting Don't keep me waiting, keep me waiting to you.